Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tamatonga. All right, hey man, woo! Brand new week on Tamas Island podcast. I'm your host, Tamatonga, and the CV culture. Vulture, did I say that right? I, I have yep. trouble every week saying that. Culture vulture. What can I, what's the yep. other one? Folklore King? The the, the Folk City FK. Hustler, the Culture Vulture. I got a, I got plenty of names. <laughs> uh, Tom will get it sooner Ross or later. Berman. He'll he'll come around and get it. He'll get it. Ross Berman, my co-host. And we got a special guest in today. We brought him this week, man. I, I think he'll be, a, he'll be a nice treat for you guys. He's somebody that's been uh shit. He's been awesome in the mu- music industry. He does his own shit, man. He uh inspired the whole well. I helped inspire, but he put it together. <laughs> the <laughs> entrance for the Gorillas of Destiny firing squad track entrance track, Tim Williams, also known as no name Tim. What's up, man? Welcome. Tama, my brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Blessed introduction right there. Um, it's kind of like how we were talking off camera, you know, um, you, me and you were, were texting back and forth, just kind of shooting the shit, checking in on each other. And then you hit me with the, hey, would, uh, would you ever want to come on the podcast? And I took that step back and thought, one, yes, of course. And two, how have we not done this already? So super happy to be here, man. Yes, oh, yeah. man. You know, I, I know. How have we not done this already? Well, you know, there was a pandemic and I thought it was sooner, but we were all trying to figure it out, throwing shit at the <laughs> that, wall. You that's know, true. To, that's true. <laughs> but I'm glad to have you here, man. Thank you very much. And you, of course, you already met my man, Ross, uh, before yes. the show started. Um, hey, you know, we, we were talking about this, guys. We were talking before the we came live. Uh, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about music. I said, man, we can talk about anything we want, man, about aliens, whatever the hell. Can we get I'm a starter? Throw some shit up in the air. Let me lay it up for somebody. Stir some shit up. We're going to talk about anything and everything. But first, Ross wants to cue us up, man. What's going on in the pro wrestling industry? Uh, and Tim, I know you watch. I know you're a big wrestling fan. You know, that let I me am. hear what you got to say too, man. That I am. I'm, I'm always down to put my two cents in, you know. Oh. <laughs> will, will, will people like it? Will they not? I mean, that's up to them, you know. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would be remiss if I didn't start off. Uh, as we record this, it is Tuesday, August 31st. So I would be remiss if I didn't start this Tuesday by bringing up the, uh, the discourse du jour going on right now in the wrestling world, which is Nia Jax. Uh, it seems every few months, uh, Nia Jax... I don't know. The way I the way I look at it, every few months Nia Jax remembers that she is big enough to kick some people's asses. And then uh, a bunch of fan- wrestling fans go, oh my God, this wrestler is 
possibly committing acts of violence in this wrestling match and everyone clutches their pearls and shares a bunch of videos. Yeah, and then shares a bunch of videos and then they stop thinking about it for a few months and then it happens again. Well, it happened this Monday on Raw. She was in a match with Charlotte Flair in which Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair just started, it seemed like they just started throwing some hands with each other. I mean, basically, you had a pretty pretty, uh, back and forth pro wrestling match and then right towards the end, they just get mad at each other. They start really fighting and then Nia Jax just tosses Charlotte Flair to the ground, pins her one, two, three, and I don't know. She kind of reminded me of a certain uh, certain beast uh, incarnate known as uh, Brock Lesnar, or maybe your 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 Scott or Rick Steiner, or I, I don't know, Doctor Death, Steve Williams. A lot of those those hosses that you remember throwing people around with reckless abandon that made everyone go, "Oh yeah, this is wrestling." Apparently, when Nia Jax does it, it's uh, it's terrible and she's unsafe. Yada 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 hear all the all the nonsense that you hear about <laughs> Nia Jax. So let's let's talk about it. Uh Tim, let's 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 baptize you in fire, baby. What do you think of <laughs> Nia Jax? What do you think of the the stuff going on with Nia Jax? At the at the end of the day, it kind of comes back to for me to what you were just saying right there, the guys you mentioned. Like mm-hmm. th- there've been stiff workers for years and guys who have just laid into people. Yep. And I mean, I mean let's take let her let her do her thing. She she dropped some bombs last night. I mean, she dropped some serious bombs last night. Yep. And it to be honest, for me, it worked. Right. I'm I'm completely in the same bandwagon. Like I was watch, I had to go back and watch this match because I didn't watch Raw last night. So I had I had to seek it out and I watched it. And look, it's not I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like, oh my god, this is match of the year, it's the greatest match ever. But it was da- more damn fun than I've had watching a, a raw match in a very long time. I mean, it really it it had some emotion to it. It had some yeah, it had some some grit and some some heart. I don't know. What'd you yes. think? Tom? Yes, Ross. I like that grit. I like that. Yeah. Ooh, it makes you question shit. Like, oh damn, you done messed up, Charlotte. When yeah. homegirl stepped, when she got she stepped in the middle of the ring, said don't. I said, oh shit, somebody get smacked. It came with the with the two piece. Came yep. with a two piece. <laughs> damn rocked Charlotte off with them buns, man. What happened? Mm. But that's what I like. I like seeing that. I like a girl that puts some assertiveness into her mm. shit. My pop was big on that, man. My when we started training, my pop was big on like girls have to be meaner than guys when they get in that ring. They, to to be to perform at a level, you have to become realistic. You have to you have to perform at that kind of level. And when he when he trained with big girls. He trained, he wanted them to beat him up, like really lay it in because that's the only, the, like believability. And yes, Naya, I like that shit. Throw in those haymakers, throw in those two pieces of soda, man. I like that. Bring that shit, bring it heavy too. And Charlotte can take that because she's the champ, right? Right? Yeah. She's a big time. Or was she? Did she lose it already? Yeah, I can't, no, yeah, can't I keep up she, with WWE yeah. anymore, yeah, she, man. Somebody has it for is. like 27 hours and then it's gone yeah. with the championship. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. This she wasn't just battering her opponent, she was fighting the champion and making sure the champion knows that, like, look, I'm coming for you. You better be ready for the fact that, like, yes, maybe Charlotte Flair can beat Nia Jax in a wrestling match. But it's not necessarily true that Charlotte Flair can beat Nia Jax in a fight. And I feel like Nia Jax is bringing the fight to the women's division, yes. which I love. Because, look, I yes. don't care what 
I don't care what gender you are. If you're bigger than most of your opponents, you should be the kind of person that says, you have to move me. I'm not going to just move. And I think that's where Naya is is coming in. She's finally realizing that, like, she doesn't have to be ashamed of the fact that she could kick everyone's ass in the women's division. Carry yourself like a goddamn monster. It's I love it. You're the biggest girl on the damn roster. Pull yourself like that. From here on out, everybody, you should be the champ, Naya. You should be yep. the, you're the, you're the biggest person in there. Hey, you're bigger than most dudes. You need to be the champ. And if mm-hmm. whoever you're fighting against, they need to look like they're climbing a damn mountain, man. That's, yes. that's what it is. And I like it. I like the physicality of it. I like Naya. I like the attitude. I've always liked it. And everybody talking about that she can't work. Oh, it's wrestling. Stop with that shit. Oh, you and your little dirt sheets and you know about wrestling this and wrestling that. Shut the hell up. You don't know shit. That's what I like. Let's go. Woo. And, oh, and I'm like, oh, I'm hot. Let's go. At the end of the day, too, what do we have here? Like, we've got people saying, well, well, is it a work? Is mm-hmm. it a shoot? Is it what happened? Did you know what was the what, was this plan? Was this a planned yep. out thing between the two of them? It's got people talking yep. about a product that people yes. have not been too excited about for yes. a long time. Mm-hmm. So at the end, who's to say other than the people on the inside? what happened or what's going on, you know? So we just got to take it at face value and, and, and what it is. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm completely, I'm glad you brought up those questions, Tim. Cause like, as, as a journalist, we are always told to ask the who, the what, the why, the where, the when, how, what, what a wrestling match is supposed to inspire is, is this real? Are they, or do they act, are they actually mad at each other? Do they like, these are all of the questions wrestling fans should be asking during a match. Don't get me wrong. I, I am glad that there are people who can go out there and have a wrestling match and never hurt somebody just in the same way that I like that there are people that can go out there and, you know, be an actor, fake some emotions and, and you know, get get the paycheck. But when you actually get me to believe when you actually get me to yes. say, oh, this is this is going beyond the script. This is going beyond <laughs> the pre. This is this is this might be this might be someone showing me their true colors. Oh, that's what that's what Wait any kind of performance is about. This wasn't in the rehearsal. Hawaii wasn't this in the rehearsal. Oh no. That's that's why that's that's why people like SNL is because they they want that that moment where it feels real, that moment where it, you know, you see through the makeup, you see through the paint. Uh and so I think I think all props to us. That's the wrestling that's been that's missing a lot from these uh, you know, I know a lot of old school guys, uh, let me bring up like Cornette and all them, they're all into um they don't like the spots, right? Yep. Like, you know, old school, you should just go in there, you know the finish, and that, let's go. Let's duke it out, yep. you know, and then call things inside the ring. This is kind of like that. It's not fully, but it makes you question like, oh, shit, that shit, wait a minute. That didn't look like a high spot. That looked like they were off doing their own little thing. What the hell is going on? Ooh, a smack. Damn. One, two, three. All right. <laughs> I like that. I like it, Ross. I'm with it. I'm. I, I know Same. you're with it. Tim, are you with it? I'm with it. Let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a question. Ask away. On your own podcast. Yeah. If it was in any other promotion, do you think, or with any other two individuals, do you think it would be as big a deal? No. I, and in fact, I think no. if it was any other promotion but WWE, they would be, everyone would be saying, oh man, Nia Jax is someone they should be belting up right now. Cause she, <laughs> like, oh shit, they beat the shit out of each yeah, other last no. night. This is crazy. I wonder I if did, they really got some heat. Like, I did, that, I, and that would be it. 
Yep. No, I did not invoke these names. I just pulled them out of thin air. Like she was wrestling like Brock Lesnar in that that end of the match there where she just starts, you know, go where she really starts standing up for herself. And there's a reason that people believe Lesnar more than they do Cena. There's a reason they believe Lesnar more than they do Orton. Orton and Cena are two of the best wrestlers in the world, period. But Brock Lesnar is someone people believe in because they let him look uncooperative. They let him look like you have to just kind of go in there and maybe he's going to let you do the stuff you normally do in a match, but probably he's just going to throw you around. And yeah. that is what really, that's <laughs> the hook. That's And if, if they can give that to Anaya, they, they almost gave it to Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey inspired that kind of pearl clutching where people were like, I don't know if she knows that this is a work. And like, that's good. That's how it should, <laughs> yes. that's what yes, you yeah. should be thinking. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm all about it. It's just, just a Nia Lesnar, the new deal here. I like it. <laughs> That's it. You heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> Nia Lesnar. I love. I love. It. I'm, I'm going to be turning into wrestling Twitter's version, just the leave Nia alone guy. Um, but Nia Jax, not the only, uh, not the only woman in the world of wrestling making a big splash this weekend. In fact, a lot of women in the world of wrestling made a big splash this weekend because the NWA, as part of their 73rd anniversary weekend down in uh, down in St. Louis at the Chase, they held Empower, an event that honestly was everything that they had they had promised it was going to be and then more it really felt like a celebration of all of the women's wrestling that has happened outside of wwe specifically with the tna knockouts division you had moments like awesome kong announcing her retirement and tearfully hugging gail kim as two two rivals truly embrace over uh, over their their legacy you had stuff like mickey james uh kind of promoting the entire event and really getting this this buzz that the the main NWA event hasn't really hasn't gotten. I mean just really the the it was night and day the promotion for Empower versus the promotion for the 73rd anniversary weekend. But the matches the matches were good. The show was great and it, it felt like a real a real statement. I don't know, uh, Tim, what'd you kind of think of of all the the buzz the NWA got this weekend for for Empower? I mean at the end of the day any good buzz for wrestling is good buzz, mm-hmm. you know, the, regardless of the promotion or, or who's running it or, or what it is, you know, everybody wins whenever, you know, it's kind of out there in the, mm-hmm. in the grand ethos of thing. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch empower, but I did get a chance to see updates and see clips and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And from what I can tell, it was just perfectly well done, well executed, Top to bottom, you had great moments, like you mentioned, the awesome Kong stuff. I, the the um, I saw the Layla uh, bits of the Layla Hirsch. Yeah, uh, Layla. Yep. Layla had a coming out party, and anybody who was kind of questioning her, kind of getting put in a position like that, pretty much got shut the fuck up. Honestly, both this weekend. If we're if we're going to talk about the Layla Hirsch Camille match, both of those women had a real coming out because Layla Hirsch had a great match against Camille, but Camille herself had not. Not only did she do Layla Hirsch at Power, but the 73rd anniversary, she beat uh, Chelsea Green. And both of those matches, I think, really went way beyond people's expectations. I think I think Camille has kind of gotten the short end of the stick with the NWA because she's really grown as, as a wrestler over the course of, of their their power series. But it they haven't been able to get the the kind of hooks in people for the nwa proper that they have for empower empower really felt like this this big event and it really i mean i i said it on twitter mickey james should be the face of the nwa right now the way that she could like she connects with people she really is is so so damn good at what she does 
And and it also the fact that the NWA had their 73th anniversary show that still had big time women's matches on the card after there was a, a full night of, of women's matches. They didn't just say, all right, you guys got your pay-per-view now bring on the men. They had they had Mickey James uh, versus uh, Kylie Ray was one match that was fantastic. They had, like you said, uh, like I said, Camille versus Chelsea Green. And so it really felt like the women of the NWA came out of this weekend looking fantastic. I don't know, Tommy, you're not. What you, you know, you kind of think of the buzz? That's what I felt, too, because, look, I'm, I'm with Tim. Tim, I didn't watch it either. All right? But what I saw <laughs> on social media is that that mostly about the women. The NWA, yeah. what you heard about NWA was about the women. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly. what's been making noise. I haven't heard nothing about anything else but and- that. And and let's let's really hang a lampshade on this because not only did the the women kind of take it away, it's not like there were small things happening at the seventy third anniversary show. The seventy third anniversary show saw Trevor Murdoch defeat Nick Aldis, ending his over thousand day uh, or over like something hundred day reign about that either. with the with the title <laughs> in front of his family. It was a he had put his career on the line if he if he didn't win. Like it was this big moment, but no one. No I was one saying, really normally that's a that's a big and it big thing to to, and, to make some waves right there yes and i watch i watched both shows it was a very good match it was a very good moment but i mean empower overshadowed everything another huge moment they had rick flair is back in the nwa rick flair the the multiple time nwa champion is back in the nwa he gets into the nwa ring says uh billy corgan told him he could say whatever he wants and so he decides to say oh no Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I love Vince McMahon. I love <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon was always cool to me. I love the WWE. WWE no, was no, a great place. No, no, he thanked, no, no, he thanked, he thanked <laughs> Shawn Michaels for carrying him to a great match at WrestleMania 24. He just, no, he just no, 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 no. <laughs> he just Rick, stood there. <laughs> just stood there in his Ric Flair way in the middle of an NWA ring talking about how much he loved the WWE and how grateful he was for the WWE and how he wanted Randy Orton to beat his record. But now that Charlotte's almost there, he's like, Charlotte's going to be the one no. I'm happy for. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, that's like that moment at, at the at the barbecue where you got to grab, like, your dad or your grandpa's like, shut up, shut it up. Was- Come on. Let me, like, distract you and place you over here real quick. I, I at one of my uncle's weddings, my the photographer got very drunk and got up and gave a speech about how me and the <laughs> me, me, me and the well no but just wait because the photographer gets on stage and goes me and the bride we had our relationship it was a good oh, time she's no. and that's what that's what this nate that's what this nature boy thing felt like it felt like the drunk uncle showing up and be like. I sure do miss my ex-wife. She was great. <laughs> I'm sure you two kids are going to be very happy. I'm sure marriage will work out great for you, but I miss my ex. <laughs> uh, oh, come on, Rick. Rick, oh, Rick man. man. <clears throat> oh, it was just, it was a real, and like, just to add insult to injury, no one told the NWA that also Sprock Zarathustra is a, uh, a, a free rights uh 
uh, song, like you can just kind of have anyone use that song, the Ric Flair theme. It's classical music. It's public domain. Yeah, public domain. Just let him they, out. Yeah. They made him, a, they made him a, a real generic classical entrance theme anyway, just because they didn't want to step on. It was re- like, and this is what I mean. Empower was so good. It was just this real standout moment. And then the NWA 73rd, just it didn't it it did not live up like i'm i'm really at the point where i'm just saying you know what put mickey james in charge the nwa make them a women's only promotion for like a little bit all of their female talent are killing it they're getting all this promotion they're getting all this buzz they threw rick flair a title switch and like uh, uh, and so much more stuff at the wall at the 73rd and people were still talking about empower and that's that that that's glaring to me it is um and i i i Look, the, I, I want every pro wrestling company to do well. I want this to, you know, really be a rising tide, raising all boats. I want WWE to be watchable. I want AEW to be watchable. I want NWA to be watchable. But man, they really just, they let the air out of the balloon with the, the Ric Flair promo and the crowd just, the crowd just never came back for some reason. It was real. It was tough. Man, it was, it was a tough weekend for the NWA. What's, what's the plan? I want to know what's the plan with, with Rick? Is that you said they did I, a, a, a title change? With him? Well, because no title. Trevor Murdoch won the title, and Ric Flair was out there to to prevent to to like present it. Um, and Rick's just kind of he's he's touring now. He he was in Triple uh, A for Triple mm-hmm. Mania when, yep. when he, he chopped Kenny Omega. Now he's in the NWA. Right. I'm right. I'm sure he he mentioned that he's going to go have a drink with Tony Khan in Chicago. So it sounds like Ric Flair is is going to be AEW bound. And so he's he's having a tour. I just I don't know what the end game in here is because. It's Ric Flair. He might still be like, I'm ready to go. I got one yeah. more run in me. There um, might be no end game, right? It just might be, hey, it's Rick being Rick, and he's exactly. just doing Rick stuff. Let's exactly. be honest. Which I'm not I'm not against it. Rick stuff yeah. is always fun. It's uh <laughs> it I, I like Rick being Rick, but it, it does I I don't it, you gotta rein him in. You get someone yeah. you can't tell Rick to just do whatever he wants because then you get him standing in the NWA ring saying, I love the <laughs> WWE. There's got to be, so, be some sort of check system, right? Exactly. There's got to be a healthy balance between between whatever made Ric Flair leave the WWE and whatever happened at NWA 73. Hopefully Tony Khan can find it or maybe the, the family that runs AAA can, can find it. Someone will find it. <laughs> Uh, or they won't. Who knows? Maybe it'll be entertaining as hell. Um, yeah. But we will. We will definitely see. It's 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 a wild weekend because we're on the road to all out right now. Uh, AEW's mm-hmm. heading. Not only is are the wrestling world heading to Chicago. AEW's heading to Chicago. They're going to be here Wednesday for Dynamite. They're going to be here Friday for Rampage, and then Sunday is all out. Lot of lot of hype on all out so far. You got CM yeah. Punk making his first match in uh, what is it seven years? Seven. You got. Yeah, you got Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. You got Paul White versus QT Marshall. Uh, let's see what else is had there. It's 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 not the card I think a lot of people expected from All Out, uh, especially with a lack of guys like Hangman Page. Um, I don't know, Tim. What do you what do you kind of think of the, the the road to All Out that we're on right now with with AEW? It, it first I was a little I was kind of like how you mentioned a lot of people were kind of iffy about how the card was building up. Because mm. a lot of I feel like the the general fandom was like, OK, this is where Hangman gets his moment. Right. Yeah. Like this is going to be it. And when it turned out that it wasn't going to be that way, a lot of people kind of felt let down. But now when you I mean, when you really look at that card, this card is 
stacked Mm -hmm. top to bottom stacked with you've got a bunch of top tier matches and then you've got other ones that'll kind of like you know it'll be just kind of like a quick little boom boom and then you're out of it right Mm -hmm. and i think i think the build's been phenomenal i mean i think obviously the fact punk coming back would shift a little bit of everything even if you were originally planning on having hangman go over in chicago great but you don't want anything to take away from from that being the moment and and at the end of the day like i said i think i think it's a great card i'm excited (laughs) for it personally and i think i think it's going to be one of hopefully one of the one of the best shows we've seen in a while I, you, you might be honest. I'm like, here, let me just run through this card real quick. You got CM Punk versus Darby Allen, Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. You got Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander for the Women's Championship. Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers in a steel cage. You got Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Chris Jericho versus MJF. Jericho's in-ring career is going to be on the line. Paul White versus QT Marshall in the factory. Pac versus Andrade, which, I mean, that has a lot of fireworks around it. And then John Moxley versus satoshi kojima which is a match i want to talk about because uh i feel like john moxley did our boy kojima a little bit dirty because the entire build to this match was john moxley saying i sent all of these contracts over to new japan every single star you could think of and i got one back and it was kojima and there was something about this promo that moxley was cut and was like kojima's not my first choice but I'm ready to fight him. I'm excited for it. And it's going to be a hell of a match, but I don't know why you have to poison the well like that. Why you have to, I don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm all for laying out Easter eggs, but this feels like one where they really put Kojima in a situation where he has been on Twitter, basically telling American fans, look, you're going to find out how much ass I can kick, but I, why, why make it that hard on the leader of bread club? I don't know. That's, that's my one, it's my one stickler on this Moxley Kojima thing is they, I don't know if they had to do him that dirty. Yeah, (laughs) agreed. I mean, look, people are going to be in for for a treat with that Mm. match. People that that are unfamiliar with Kojima. I know a lot of people were kind of let down because it was, oh, I'm not familiar with that name. It wasn't Mm -hmm. a quote unquote big name, you know, New Japan guy. Not all of us can be big name New Japan guys like my man Tamatanga, right? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day. That's right. But it's it's people are going to be I think the two of them are going to go out there and just they're going to have a banger. They're just going to beat the shit out of each other. And I think the crowd's going to get into it and it's just going to be a fun watch. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I wanted to make sure I made it clear, like it's going to be a hell of a match. Like this Mm -hmm. is going to be great. And Kojima has done an amazing Kojima is probably one of the best of his generation at social media right now because he's like. (laughs) It's real simple. It's real to the point. It's very earnest. And for a baby face uh, ass kicker, that's kind of what you need. And so he has done a great job of, I think, winning people over. But I just it just it was that little stickler. Like, why do you have to win people over in the first? Come on. Just treat treat the the first guy to hold the uh, triple crown in the IWGP championship at the same time. (laughs) Like the guy who held the triple crown in the IWGP championship (laughs) at the same time. Am I right, right, Tom? Am I right? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't know because I I play play the the Moxley game. You know that. You know I throw a little poison in in the well just to get things started, you know? And I, but, uh, but Kojima, I, I think that's what makes him great, though. Ross is, is in one of the greatest, uh, not the greatest, but one of the, the, the ones that's adapted very well to this generation with social media. And mm-hmm. the greatest, one of the greatest Japanese wrestlers of all time. So I, 
you know what? That's what makes him great. He's able to adapt to all and everything around wrestling. So, yeah, man, I like it. I dig it. I've faced Kojima a whole bunch of times, and his arms are the biggest arms I've ever seen on anybody. <laughs> I think he, I, I said it before. I think he only goes to the gym to work out arms and, try, <laughs> and you know, and then he, you know, because there's nothing else. And then, yep. so uh, you better watch out, Moxley. <laughs> you better, because I, that Larry ain't no fucking joke. I've taken it and my jaw almost came off one time. But we're not going to talk about that. All right. Okay. So no, that's just, I don't, I didn't want to bring up too many, too many bad memories for you, Tom, but you're, you're right. Uh, I, I, Kojima's arms are kind of like Steve Austin's legs. I can't remember where he said it, but Austin once said, he's like, if I look, if I look at a leg press machine, my legs grow. Like I don't even have to work them out. I just look at the machine and they start to start to to get, and it feels like Kojima's like that. Like he can just, he can just start thinking and his, his arms start to get just a little bit bigger. So they're like, Oh, we're going to start working out. All right, let's do this. Let's get ready. You ever seen on his Twitter, like he has a little little uh, chihuahua. He walks around yep. and when he holds a little chihuahua, his arms is way bigger than his <laughs> <the> chihuahua. <laughs> Even with the fur on, he's still bigger than the little chihuahua. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> master. He's a master of it. He's that a master of, of it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, no, the all-out card, is it's going to be wild. There's a lot of independent wrestling that's going to be happening that weekend. Mask mandates are all over Chicago and Cook County, people. So wear your masks. Have some fun. Uh, don't, uh, don't get... Don't get too wild, but uh, it is, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun weekend. And not only is all out this weekend, but also New Japan Pro Wrestling is coming to the, to the MetLife Dome. Two nights of Wrestle Grand Slam. We finally have cards for that. But one, one match that they just announced that's very intriguing, Tama, Sho, and Yo will finally face each other. Rapongi 3K breaking up earlier this year. You've you've talked about how much you like kind of show standing up for himself what do you think of the the two of them getting to meet in the dome like this this is great this is this is the breakaway this is the breakup right here this is what we need for them to take their own path this is it i love it we've talked about this for like a year year and a half yep shit no we keep and (laughs) and here's here's the thing that i really love about it whenever we talked about it it was always like oh show should join this group or show should join that group or like breaking them up was always about factions but here show is he is he has broken himself away from yo and he has sworn allegiance to no one it's just it's just show out there you on see, his own trying to make a statement. You see, you see these other thirsty assholes trying to get it, get at him on social yep. media. You got a little mm-hmm. little peckerwood Will Osprey over there trying to throw. Man, shut the hell up. You and uh, what's his name? Hanada, shut the hell up. We got a. Uh, uh, what's the other two? Other two Pekka Woods. <laughs> uh, Co- Cobb and Oka. I was gonna say because like uh, Hanari and Osprey aren't even in the country and they're trying to recruit right? for yeah. United Empire. Uh, no, hey, nobody wants to hang out with you guys. Just stop. <laughs> like, come on, man. Nobody, nobody wants to be around. Come on, man. Come on. We got Despy. We got Despy throwing out some hints and wants to recruit. Come on, shut the hell up. When did y'all start recruiting? I'm the only one recruiting around here. Y'all better not take my goddamn job. Either I was going to say he's recruiting to me. Shit. I was going to say, Suzuki Goon doesn't recruit. They just slot someone in when someone gets injured. Like, that's... <laughs> the, the, right? this, this would be big if they actually do Ed show to him. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's going to... Like I said, we got show versus Yo on that first night. Uh, we've also got your boy Chase Owens going to be defending that KOPW 2021 provisional Luffy in an OGI quit match against Toru Yano. This is one where I think I think Yano may have actually screwed up here 
because he said, I'm going to do a no DQ match against a guy from Bullet Club, knowing everything that Bullet Club has done over the past year. I mean, they, they've got a guy with piano. Dick Togo's running around with piano wire, and uh, Toroyano's <laughs> here like, yeah, no, you know what? No DQ match. I think I'll be fine. This will be fine. Like, what do you what do you think? This is, I, I, A, it's the, Chase is like one of the few people who've actually wrestled that trophy away from Yano. And mm-hmm. now it feels like it feels like Yano's giving him an even bigger advantage with this this stipulation. This is the wrong this is the wrong faction to be kind of coming up with those kind of rules, man. You, mm-hmm. We've been running this kind of shit our whole our whole uh, inception. Right? Hey, 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 they, hey! All I'm saying is if if you're gonna die going out like this, like you can't hate the players. Like you can't, you can't, you just can't. Like you know what time it is. Like and you're gonna step up in an ODQ. Come on, man. When it's it's like and even even if you if you take dick if you even if you da- take dick togo and the rest of bullet club out of the equation toro yano's one of his big threats is that he will normally be in a no dq in a match with dqs and all that kind of stuff and so that way when he hits that low blow it's you know it's out of nowhere but now he's in a match where literally they could just spend the entire time both of them kicking each other in the junk like they don't they don't have to have offensive moves and so it feels like yano has given up st- like, no, but you know what I mean? Like, Yano was giving up an entire advantage there by just saying, like, oh, we're going to be allowed to do whatever the hell we want to each other. Uh-oh. Yeah, hey, I, I got the next rules for the next uh, <laughs> king of pro wrestling. <laughs> dick kicking match. That's no, it. Nothing, but, whole, nothing but dick kicks. Whole, <laughs> dick kicks the whole match. Let's go 15 to 30 minutes of just kicking dicks. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all perfectly legal. Uh, yeah, Roche, Rochambeau coming to... Coming to, to New Japan. We've Yano, heard, Yano we've gotta heard. know better though, man. Because before he knows I might show up. That's what I'm saying. And like, I, you know, like I, come on. You, this, I gotta this admit is that Yano's the most creative dick kicker I've ever seen. I, I gotta see, I gotta I gotta admit that. <laughs> yep. It gets creative. No, it's an, it's not, an art to it. I'm not saying he's not an <laughs> art, but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying though, when you make when you make them perfectly legal, it takes away the smoke and the mirrors that Yano usually needs to to sneak up on his opponent. Now it's just, I, I don't know. I I you know me. I have been a, a I'm a, a big member of the Toro Yano Respect Army. Like I I believe that the man is a is the master technician that he usually says he is, but this one I think he screwed up. I think this one he is really uh really really tried to overthink overthink here I, i'm with you man and if you guys have uh kept up with with chase owens uh uh mm-hmm. twitter man my man's in there four o'clock in the morning working out he's taking this shit real serious yeah. shout he's, out to chase you know you're right right four in the morning Texas heavyweight champion right there yeah. you know he's he's living on, he's on one this he's, year he's man living what he's living what he is right now he's in there 4 a.m <laughs> getting the work done let's go and, and he knows that there was that time when Yano was a vicious MMA fighter. I mean, this is a guy who was the most, one of the most violent players for a reason. He hasn't done it in a long time. And so it, it's entirely possible Chase is going to have that upper hand, just, just remembering that and knowing to be prepared for it. Um, that's, it definitely is going to be a fun match. Also that night, Okada is going to be taking on Jeff Cobb. Those two always have a phenomenal, phenomenal chemistry together. And then the main event, Hiroshi Tanahashi, the new King of America, going to be uh, defending the IWGP United States Heavyweight title against Kota Ibushi. So that's going to be just a hell of a night one. I mean, mm. uh, Tanahashi, Ibushi, Cobb, Okada, and then all of the, the title matches. That that sounds like a good time. And then we're going to do it all over again the next night on <laughs> September 5th. You're going to have Kanemaru and Desperado challenging uh, D- 
ELP and Ishimori for the, the junior tag belts. You have a three-way match for the IWGP tag titles with uh, Naito and Sonata and Yoshihashi and Goto challenging Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. Robbie Eagle's going to be taking on the returning Hiromu Takahashi, and I'm, it, the match is still going. Shingo Takagi versus Evil is still supposed to happen. Shingo did test positive for COVID earlier in the month, was pulled off a number of shows, but they are, it does sound like he is still going to be at Wrestle Grand Slam. But I got to know what you think, Tama, as we head towards this, this IWGP uh, uh, heavyweight title match, this is the first uh, evil Shingo match that they've been able to, to have since uh, uh, Shingo, or since Evil left uh, Lij yeah. to join join mm-hmm. Bullet Club. What do you th- what do you think of, of of kind of the road Evil's been on? He's already broken the IWGP World Heavyweight Title uh, to much mm-hmm. to Takagi's chagrin. He's really bringing out, I think, a side that people wanted to see last year in, in, in right. when he first joined Bullet Club uh, is. Do you what do you what do you think his his chances are heading into into the MetLife Dome? Especially? Oh, oh, very very good chances, man. I think Evil is just coming into being evil. Yep. I think this is the evil we've been looking for. Uh, I, I'm sorry to say, even when he was in Lij, mm-hmm. there was something that he, even when he was with uh, oh shoot, what's his name that doesn't want to get over. <laughs> the tag partner. Oh, Sonata. Yeah, Sonata. 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 Guy, Sonata. You know, there, there's something missing. There's, I, I think evil coming into Bullet Club was just the beginning of him becoming evil, and we're gonna see it. I want to see this with Shingo because these two are pounders, man. These two, yeah. I, I like. They're both like the same size, heavy. Is it's gonna be? It's gonna be heavy, man. I like it. I want to see. It. I want to see it, man. I'm anxious for this one. There's there's also this added, you know, kind of there's there's added gravity to it now that I mean essentially the IWGP world there are two IWGP world titles right now. You got Will Osprey running around saying he's the real champion. Meanwhile, oh. Shingo Takagi meanwhile Shingo Takagi is defending it in Japan. And so I, I feel like that puts I feel like that puts more kind of pressure on Takagi and Evil to deliver to say that this is the title. This is the world. Don't believe what you're hearing from the mouthy Brit. This is the this is the real IWGP world title. And so I, I feel like that extra that those extra stakes are they're not being talked about as much because New Japan doesn't want to be like, hey, there's another world champion out there. But it's there. It's it's hanging over everything like a dark cloud. Yeah, I don't I don't know what you're talking about, Ross. There's only one I'll champ, and that's out in Japan, and <laughs> no, that's where it no, no. is. I, I, right, Tim? That's where there's only it, one champ. I, I mean, I, I got I gotta agree. At no. the end of hey, at the end of the day, it, it's show and prove time for both those guys. Uh yep. for evil, a lot of the things that Thomas said are true. You know, like hey, hey, take that muzzle off, be evil, be that guy, you know, show that you be that guy. And will if if you want to claim a throne, come come prove it, mm-hmm. come take it, come right? you know that's all you got. It's it's easy. Just do it. Yeah. You know, come come stake your claim. Mm-hmm. And if you are, we'll see. Will being a little bitch running around America. <laughs> uh, I'm the real champion. I'm the real champion. Oh, there's a G1 next month. Uh, I don't want to be in the G1, but I'm the real champion. Shut the hell up. If you were the real champion, you come into the G1 and do your thing instead of trying to bitch out and run around America doing the indies, fighting against the nobodies. I ain't shit. Why don't you come mm-hmm. on to the main roster and get your ass handed to you? But that's... Come prove it. Come prove it. You want to stay claim? Come prove it because you come get the smoke. 
getting getting <laughs> spicy, Tom. You're getting spicy with uh, with Osprey there. Some some sparks. Some, I'm, I'm hey, sensing hey, some sparks. I'm just th- I'm just peppering in a little truth with a little yep. spice, little little salt and pepper on it. You know, that's all. That's yeah, just, call it let's, let's keep it real. Let's keep it one hundred. Just a, a G one and one out of the corner, right? There's a G one right. around the corner. I already put up. I said, "Hey, let me get in this G one. I feel mm-hmm. like it's that time." Somebody who claims to be the the, the real champ doesn't want to be in the G one, where everybody knows that the G one is where you come to prove it. You ain't won no real G one yet, real Osprey. You haven't mm-hmm. won a G one. You're running around saying, "If you're a real champ, real champs win the G one." That's the truth. That's the truth. Got to prove it, man. You got to run through that G1 gauntlet. That's a month. That's a tour. And you've got a town to town to town to town kicking ass. You haven't done that, Will. Shut the hell up. Well, to be, to oh. be fair, he, he has. Hey, to Ross, be fair, hey, nobody asked you for your opinion. No, no, no. I was gonna. I was all I was gonna say is to be fair, he he has done the G one. He just hasn't won the G one. Uh, That's what he's, I'm saying. He's done. Yeah, he's done the. He's you done the tour. It, 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 nobody cares about second place. Like, you can't. You can't run around. I did the G one. Yeah, but did you win it? No. Until you, you get to the G one and win it, you're the man. Yeah. At least get to the final. Get to the finals, then we'll, then we'll talk nah, about the nobody gives a fuck about no finals. You got to yeah, win it. This ain't 2012 all right, finals. All right. Nah. All right. All right, Carl Anderson, relax. All right? I tried. Relax. I just, I want, I just, as long as the record shows, I tried. As long as the <laughs> I tried to do my journalism job and be somewhat impartial. Then. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But, but to, to be fair, there's a lot of truth in that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, no. Um, all right. So, yeah, it, it does feel like it's going to be a, a big, big loaded weekend between AEW, New Japan, all the stuff that's going on in wrestling right now. But, folks, we, t- we talk about wrestling a lot, and I feel like there's only, there's only so much previewing we can do. I want to get to the man of the hour. I want to get to our yes. guest right now. Because, like, yes, Tim, you've got a lot of, I think, very good opinions about wrestling. You've been, you've, Thank you. you've, you've been a, a fun part of the conversation. But I want, I want to pick your brain a little bit. Let's go, man. Open you, book right here. Because, like, you, like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm someone who has watched wrestling. I have, you know, I have covered some stuff. But you've left, you've left marks all over the wrestling business with your music. I mean, let's be, let's be real about it. You've some, you've made some pretty, uh, pretty damn good entrance themes. Uh, and how did you kind of get? How did how did how did music and wrestling kind of kind of combine for you? How did that? Where did that crossroads come up? It for the longest so for the longest time, it's always been something that's in the been in the back of my mind. Like you know, I I grew up a, a pro wrestling fan. You know, I I had ins and outs with it, but for the most part, for the majority of my life, you know, whether it's you know it was you know back in the nineties and then in the mid to late two thousands and then whenever the internet you know became readily and i could like oh new japan i can you know youtube i can watch all these things and and get my fix from exactly what i'm looking for right you know it wasn't like oh this is what it is and this is the only thing you have and if it's not speaking to you too bad it's like oh i can find these other avenues now and and just it it happens on a global scale right Mm -hmm. so i was you know i've always been always been a fan like i said um and and as my music career went on, um, I always thought it would be something that that it would be cool to be involved in. You know, I was I always wanted to be involved in in pro wrestling in some way, shape, or form. You know, obviously, being a professional wrestler, 
wasn't in a in the cards at all so you know it's like well how do you know how do I play my part in that and then it was well you know musically would be would be incredible if I could if I could have an opportunity like that now at that point it was how I go about that I don't know you know I'd had I'd had some um music placed uh on some WWE programming um on the network uh with the breaking ground show about the NXT the guys in NXT and everything like that um but you know that was completely different completely separate from anything like this and then I got I my years are all messed up now well, I want well, let, let me just jump on that because you said you did the work for the breaking ground was that like kind of like incidental like score music or what was yeah. what was the yeah okay so it, was, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like entrance music it was just no. you know some some inserts here and there gotcha just, it was just, I had I had some yeah. I had some music that I'd sent to yep. some people and then it ended up getting placed in there so it was, yep. it was cool um but I but I did reach out to them and tell them like hey listen you know and if you guys would ever need any other work from me, you know, be more than happy to, to, to go about that. And this probably would have been, I don't know, 2014, 15, maybe, I think okay. something like that. Um, whenever that show had aired. Um, and of course, you know, they never reach back out to you on anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they do their thing, but then fast forward a couple of years and I get a random email from uh, a mutual friend of Tom and I, someone that, that we both we both know. Okay. Um, and it was, hey, I'm working with a friend of mine on some things. And Tom would know exactly what those things were and all that. You know, <laughs> it was just kind of like vague to me. Mm-hmm. But um, it was it was, hey, um, working with a friend of mine, he's a professional wrestler in Japan. Um, he's looking for new entrance music. And, you know, I'm familiar with the work you've done with artists and, all, you know, the placements you have and all that kind of thing. And I, I figured I'd just reach out. I don't know if it's something you'd be interested in doing, but, you know, if it is, you know, could you let me know? And then he told me, you know, the wrestler is Tamatanga. And he'd had no clue that, one, I was a Tamatanga fan. <laughs> Two, you know, I was, I was aware of Bullet Club and New Japan Pro Wrestling and, you know, mm-hmm. all the things that they've been doing for the, the previous couple of years. So I'm sitting there and I remember I was checking email on my phone. I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, this is real. It's like, okay, cool. So I just hit him back. I was like, man, I'd love to give it a shot, you know, just kind of. And then he linked Tama and I up and then me and him start talking back and forth and you know, he lets me know what he's looking for, what's going on, you know, him and I develop a friendship from it. And I get to know him a little better. He gets to know me better. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say I, I made maybe four or five ideas that I sent you. Mm-hmm. And, and one of them, you were like, yeah, this is it. Cool. Boom, boom, done. Yeah. I was like, all right, bet. Everything was cool. Everything moving forward. And then this was for a solo for you. Mm-hmm. And then time goes by, but then you and your brother are, are mm-hmm. hot. You're, you're champs, you know, you're kind of pushing through the tag team and you weren't doing much solo work. Mm-hmm. So that kind of got pushed to the side. And then you hit me probably, we kept in touch, but yeah. you hit me probably like a year, year and a half later. Yep. And we're like, hey, what's going on with this, these other ones that you sent me? And I was mm-hmm. like, man, they're just in a folder off to the side if we ever wanted to revisit them. And then you said, I think uh, if I want it, if I remember correctly, the title of it was loyalty. Mm-hmm. And you were like, hey, this yep. loyalty joint, like, yep. I think it would be great for me and my brother. And I want to debut it at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh. 
And I was like, let's fucking go. It's on. And then it was just, it was a, I wanted to say it was like beginning of December when you hit me with that. And then, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we had to like, we had a couple more moving parts and I had to get some other stuff done and then yeah. it was boom and it's done and it's out. And that was That's, just kind of yeah. like my, like, here it is, you know? And, I, and with that time frame, I gotta know how long, how long, how, how close up to Wrestle Kingdom were you doing? Is this like the Kanye listening parties where it's like Jay-Z, Jay-Z, <laughs> Jay-Z recorded this at 4 PM. We're debuting it. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Man, I was honestly, honestly, the, 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 so the final version that you that you hear yeah. now mm-hmm. it is uh, instrumentally is exactly what it was other than mm-hmm. me adding the, the air raid siren. I okay. added that because I was like, I, it needs something there. There's gotta be something here that's mm-hmm. going to put it over the top. And it was that. Um, so that was the one that was approved out the gate. Boom. And then the only thing he asked me for was, Hey, can you put an intro on it? And can we maybe get a hook on it? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I had some grand ideas for the hook. Like that I was going to call in some favors and get a certain somebody on it. And mm-hmm. it was going to be, he doesn't know this at all. Cause I was like, I didn't want to like, Oh, kind of like have well, Tom be like get disappointed or anything. So I could call him some favor, but then I started looking at the time frame, and I'm like, okay, it would it would take X amount of days to get the response from him, or to even get the favor in. It would take X amount of days for him to get the verse back. We would have to clear it with the label. We would have to clear it with Tama, clear it with New Japan. I was like, I do not have the time oh. for this. <laughs> there is no way. I was like, yeah. so, I, so I quickly reined myself back in. And luckily I found a dope artist uh, here who I'd worked with before. And I was like, hey man, I think you've got the energy for this idea I've got. Like, can you come in and lay down these vocals real quick? And, and thankfully he did. And, 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 and it worked out great. Nice. Dope ass track, man. That you know, here's uh, you know, when we first linked up, it my thing was solo. I was going solo, and then I think my brother came in like a year later. And then that's the thing about the wrestling business, man. It's always turning. You're, you're it's always, always it's all whatever. timing. <laughs> yeah, always. And so, luckily, he he's already had stuff in the pocket. You know, he had four or five tracks already ready, and all we needed was just tre- tweaking here and there. At the beginning, I just gave him my vibe, what what I listened to, what I imagined myself walking out to, and then the rest was just him like putting it all together, and then we just back and forth. And that time, I remember right before our Wrestle Kingdom entrance, um, we were on that tour. It was it was the last tour before before this this whole you know before we had uh, before Wrestle Kingdom, and I was I was stressing out. I was stressing out because we had you know not only do we have to figure it out. But then we got to get it to be cleared by New Japan and by their lawyers and by this and that, where they can, like, then people got to sign and we got to go back and forth and be like, I can't sign this. I can't sign that. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> I mean, are we going to have this? And, it, and it's, I, it's mad stressful. <laughs> and I, I assume while all of this is going on, there's some poor soul making a visual for this that's supposed to go up on the screen. <laughs> there's oh, so many that, that, was the, that was the other part. That yep. was so... So the the video that went with this track, you know, so we still had to make that. So that was under crunch. And we, <laughs> we I mean, like, it's like that. I got to, I got to, everybody has to be on their toes. Everybody, everything's got to be done. There's no laid back, chilling, <laughs> waiting for things. Everything has to be done. And it's mostly, I, I think with New Japan, their their biggest thing is just trying to understand. They, they want everything 
there's an in-house and it's hard to bring somebody from the outside and, and, you know, especially a foreign, somebody, a foreigner that's not Japanese. And so they're like, it's, it's very trust. It's just, it's strange for them. So getting that, and then like having things translated. So there was a part there where we had, we were like, all right, it came down to, okay, we'll give it to you, New Japan. You can have all rights to it in Japan. But yep. let us have all rights for it in America and anywhere else, you know. So it it mm-hmm. came, but it was a fucking bitch to get through. But luckily, we got it through. And it's one of my it's I love that soundtrack. People like hit me up all the time. How much they love that they they listen to it. Even like on, here on on Twitch chat, people listen to it in the morning, get them hyped before they get going. Yeah. As that kind of track, it gets you, it gets you going, man. You don't need no no coffee or. Or pre-workout before <laughs> then, man. You know, yeah, and, and the, yeah, the love, the love has been like overwhelmingly like positive. It's been insane. It's been super humbling. Like people reaching out to me, like, yeah, like man, this is like I love this. I'm so glad you did this for them. And even even ones who who kind of one of the the best compliments that I've gotten is is the, is from the people who really loved their previous thing. Mm-hmm. And then because they'll say like, oh, man, that's my that's one of my favorite themes of all time. But it's always followed up with. But <laughs> this is this is incredible. So I'm <laughs> like, OK, because that was one of my main um, mm-hmm. um, concerns is like I like this theme has to get over. Yep. Like if this yep. theme doesn't get over, like I haven't done my job because mm-hmm. yeah. in, you know, in working if I'm working with a specific artist. Right it's, it's all about, it's all about moments and, and harnessing moments and creating moments. It's, it's okay. What is, was okay. What artists, what are you going through? What, you know, how do you feel today? What do, what do you feel today? What do you want to write about? What are you going through? Okay. Let that, that'd be a dope concept. Let's go off that. I got some music to, to accompany that, that gives off that feeling. And then we write and we, we, we live off that moment that we've created. And then we connect that moment to the listener in whatever, you know, this guy will connect to it different from this guy who will connect to it different from this girl. They can apply it in their own lives, right? Mm-hmm. Well, with this, it was, okay, this moment, I have to, I don't, like, these people, I, I don't want them, to, they can't connect with me. Yep. It's to connect with, with, with them. Mm-hmm. This is a, so this has to be a direct, the way I approached it was, this has to be a direct extension of G.O.D. Because if if you're a, if you're a first time watcher, if you're a long time watcher, if you're a long time fan, if it's your first time at, at Wrestle Kingdom and you're excited to see God, your first connection with them isn't them. Mm-hmm. It, you hear me, but it's got to immediately connect to them, yeah. not to me. And I was like, if I can get that across, and that's why it takes took so much care with, especially it making sure I was sitting up time. I'm like, listen my first questions out the gate were what are you listening to right now what do you love to listen to what gets you amped up what do you see yourself how how do you envision yourself coming out because this has to immediately directly connect to that and if not then i haven't done my job yeah no No, you you, were deep Boy, yeah, I like no, that. Know. I like that. So we get deep here, man. Yeah, it's and we're in wrestling. Like, and I like that no, you go deep into the music, connected to wrestling. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, man. We're going deep. We're scuba diving here on the island. Let's go. <laughs> no, no I, I, I love the kind of way you, you broke it down like that because I don't think a lot of wrestling fans realize what a juggling act entrance music is. Because, like, with a song, 
some songs can be anthems. Some songs can get you hyped up. Some songs can connect you to someone. But with an entrance music, it has to do all three. Like it can't. Mm-hmm. It, you can't. You can't skimp on any of it. Like yes, no. there are there are some entrance songs that might not you know get you hyped to to make it your workout playlist. But if you really pay attention, they still have that drive to them. They still have that that uh, anthemic kind of larger than life appeal that not a lot not a lot of songs have and it's it, hey, no. when you listen to that track everybody in their mother knows that's not a nobody in the wrestling business made that shit nobody yep. hey everybody <laughs> know the boys in that who made did the company made that say hell motherfucking no did it no. me well nah, like you, nah. you're and you, let me let me tell you something all right oh and another thing the hook, mm. the hook, man, it gets people in The hook gets yep. people singing with it. And, and, and Tim did a beautiful job with this whole entire track. And I got to give a shout out to uh, Cassius Keys, man, the guy who, who sang yep. that hook. His, his voice, man, look, I'm a, I'm a DMX fan. All right. <laughs> I love DMX. I grew up on DMX. And that voice was like, it gives me chills right now, I think, because it, it reminded me of DMX and the whole art. Man, when you hear that, it's like, it's gritty, man. It's so it gritty. I, I love that shit. But it also, it, it, and it's, it's like Tim said, it immediately makes you think of you and your brother. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I think this is, I think this is one of the areas that that, that song is, has done a real good job of conveying. Like, have you ever seen that meme where people are like, I believe that Big Show sang his theme song? You know, like there are pe- there are people who, when they hear the Big Show theme song, they don't care who actually sang it. They believe that that's Big Show's voice. I feel like that's kind of the same way with God and the Firing Squad. Like you would believe that it's Tom and his brother yelling, "Ain't nobody realer than gorillas." Yes, uh, on the track. And even even if it's not like I now that I've I've talked to both of them and I've heard their speaking voice, I'm like, no, they're not singing that song. But the song still <laughs> makes me it still makes me think of them. You know what but I mean? But still, it's, it's still little, believe it. It's little it's little details like that. Yep. They, they make a world of difference, right? Like I, like if I, if I have this person or that person do it instead, like it might not connect the same way. It's, mm-hmm. it's knowing like, okay, this is what it needs to make it exactly what it is, which is why, you know, the, the 808 so heavy in that song, which is why I put the air raid siren in there, which is why you hear the marching in there, which is why you hear all the, you know, the gun cocks and the explosion, like these, all these little details are little pieces of them that I pulled from, from either having conversation or just knowing their wrestling style or knowing where they've been, where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Damn. Beautiful. That's, that's so cool. I got I got to ask since we're talking since we're talking music we're talking process Tim who are like your who are who are I don't want to say your guys but I want to be Mark Marin about this but who are who are like your inspirations who are who are kind of the people that really get you in front of the in front of the, the the track in the morning man there's I've got over the years I've had so many you know um there's especially just in the in the production world um, you know, when I was younger, it was it was guys like, you know, Rick Rubin and Dr. Dre and Timbaland and and mm-hmm. and all these all these just kind of legendary guys, you know, Pharrell, Swiss, you know, and then but as I when I really started to um, go that direction myself, mm-hmm. you know, as I got on, like, hey, like this music, this music shit is something that like I'm, I'm really into. Maybe I should kind of pursue it. Um, it was guys like my mentor, Marcus Dietrich, who is still to this day, one of the best producers I've ever known. And one of the most underrated ever. It's guys like my friend Lee Major, who's 
worked with everybody from Jay-Z and Rick Ross to, to uh, John Legend and Mary J. Blige and Jada Kiss and, and Bryson Tiller and like all these incredible people who, who've inspired me. And even current guys now who like, um, if you look at people like uh, uh, 40, who does all, a lot of Drake stuff, uh, even Tyler, the creator, his production, um, Jack Antonoff, who's, who's more in the pop realm, but all of Jack's work, Jack is incredible to me. He's, he's uh, everywhere. Like he's, he's, he's yeah. everywhere. Exactly. But a lot of times I'll mention his name. People are like, I have no idea who that is. Like, <laughs> oh, go look, know, go look know, at the discography, you know, like he's, he's like that Swedish guy from the nineties. Like you don't know his name, but you, you've heard every single one of his songs. <laughs> Matt, Max Martin, right? Max Martin, that's, that's the guy. Who, yep. And yep. who, who, who just did the weekend's new single. Yep. Exactly. Like, you know, Max has spanned decades. He's another one who I look at and I'm just like this, this guy, you know, you see certain people and you're like, this person is doing exactly what they were put on this planet to do, mm-hmm. you know? And he's one of those guys. Tom is one of those guys, you know, it's like, you see people and it's like, wow, you're really like you, you, not everybody figures it out. Not, not everybody has it all figured out, mm-hmm. but sometimes you just look and you're like, yep, that's it. And he, and you know, all the guys I mentioned are, are people like that, where it's like, you were put on this planet to do that. And they're all people who have at the end of the day inspired me too. Love it. I, I, I I can't think of a better note to end on than that kind of inspiration. That that's beautiful, Tim. Thank you so much, Tim. Before we like throw to all your social media stuff, what are some of the other, the, cause I know uh, you've worked on some other themes over the course of, of your tenure. What else have you been, been working on throughout uh, some names? I don't want to, I don't want to like speak on too much right now, but cause okay. I get, I get asked a lot. I get asked a lot like, Hey, like, um, when are we going to hear new themes from you? Like, what are you working on right now? Like, can, can you do a theme for so-and-so? And I'm like, well, it doesn't really work that way, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but I am working on new themes multiple multiple uh, new themes multiple okay new themes. and and i can say that i hope that you all get to hear them very very soon Ooh, oh, i like Ooh. that hell yeah all right, because well, I, I don't want to i don't want to i don't want to ruin anything i don't want to i don't want to take anything away you. from the business so no, like, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not trying to get you in trouble here i'm just i'm just letting you preview some stuff if you want to preview but uh once yeah. once people do hear those uh those songs where can they find you on social media uh, sure. So um, you can find me on Instagram. It's uh, no underscore name underscore Tim. Uh, uh, no, actually, that's my Twitter. No underscore okay. name underscore Tim. Uh, Instagram is no period name period Tim, because for some reason you can't have one or the other on one of the other ones. Um, and so I can't keep it consistent. And, and, and no name Tim is taken by somebody who doesn't post on their account. And I can't get it back. So damn it. Other Tim. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> damn it. No um, name Tim. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, who is it? And I've reached out and tried to get it. And they're just like, nah, huh, uh, we can't do that. He doesn't. <laughs> oh. like, this, this guy has never posted before. So it's uh, no underscore name underscore Tim on Twitter. No period name, period Tim on Instagram. Uh, websites, uh, no name Tim.com. Uh, emails, official no name Tim at gmail.com. And, uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I, th- I think this is the first time someone's dropped their email when I've asked them for all their social. <laughs> you are a, you're, you're a brave, brave man, Tim. Hey, <laughs> hey, man. You know, at the end of the day, my, my inbox fills up quick, but, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. You know? Absolutely. Tama, where, where can they find you? Hey, you can find me on Twitter, Tama underscore Tonga. You can find me on uh, Instagram. Um, 
What is my Instagram? Ah, uh, the good bad guy, Tama Tonga. And you know what? I'm going to do it first. You can find me on TikTok. I'm about to get Woo! wild on TikTok. That's oh, a whole deal now. People, I right, Tama Tonga, one, 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 I think. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to give you my TikTok. I think. I think I'm about to give it to you. So, so, I'm so going to try saying, to figure out this TikTok thing. Y'all going to see so me what, some dance routines and some shit. <laughs> so, so what happening you're, all over the place. What you're, what you're saying is no name Tim isn't the only one who's got to email someone about yes. getting their <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Tom, how about Tom, you, Ross? What can they find at, you, man? <laughs> at, at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, Ross Berman IV on Instagram, RossBerman.bandcamp. I'll be dropping new music sometime this fall. Until then, there's a whole bunch of other music to listen at RossBerman.bandcamp. Go buy it. Uh, this has been a fantastic. Yeah. Thank you again, Tim, for, for joining us for a great, great hour. Man, thank Tim, you again thank you so very much, much man. I, I yeah. appreciate both of you and, and man, let's do this again. You know, yes. any, any, anytime, you know, you guys know where to find me. Beautiful, man. Ross, yeah. thank you very much, Tim. Thank you again, guys, everyone on Twitch. Thank you for joining us on the chat. That's me. I'm watching you guys talk this shit, man. It's great. Everyone enjoy your week. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Get your shots, man. Let's get the world back on track. Amen. Rock and roll. Thank you very much, guys. You guys have enjoy your week. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.